Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts. Learn how to make money with domains. Know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain. Right here on Domain Masters. Hello, everyone. This is Monty Khan. Welcome to Domain Masters. Uh, sorry about the little delay. Uh, we had a little complication trying to call the folks in the U.K. to do the .mobi uh, interview, and uh, it turns out that uh, they were conferencing in the folks from Seattle to do the, the, uh, the .mobi uh, interview, and uh, we're going to call the Seattle guys directly and uh, um, talk with uh, Rick Fant from the .mobi uh, domain extension. Um, so we'll have them on in a minute. And uh, the reason why I think this is an interesting um, uh, play, if, if everyone remembers, I'll ha- I had the uh, dot .travel and dot .job folks on, and we spoke about the dot .xxx uh, movement. Uh, the dot .mobi uh, extension got a pretty fast uh, approval uh, on getting approved by ICANN, um, probably because of who's behind it. And if anybody's done any research on the dot .mobi extension, um, you have some big powerhouse uh, mobile, uh, mobile uh, uh, companies such as... Um, Ericsson, uh, Samsung, uh, Vodafone, uh, Nokia, and um, and um, um, T-Mobile, and, and several others. And we're going to talk to those guys about this and uh, what impact it might have on our mobile devices, especially cell phones and uh, PDAs. So uh, we're going to break for a commercial real quick and come back on with Rick Fant from uh, the .mobi extension. Stay tuned. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN-accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. More than a name. So they got pretty good food here, huh? Uh Listen, I just got a new check from a program I joined. Oh, yeah? What effective CPM are they paying you? Pass the salt. Not sure. They just send me a check, not a detailed breakout. Are you joking? No. There's lots of ways to make money, but you need to be the master of your own destiny. With ValueClick Media, I instantly adopted a national sales force that delivers recognizable ads with high CPM payouts. Mm. Plus, their new interface lets me control the ads I want to run and Mm. tells me how much I earn from each advertisement. Doesn't that sound better? Pass the Wow, thanks for the tip. I'm going to give ValueClick Media a try. Join the ad network publishers trust most. Apply today at ValueClickMedia.com. Contrary to what your mother told you, you cannot be all things to all people. You can, however, focus on your primary business and ensure your success by outsourcing technical projects to a company who is forward-thinking, solutions-oriented, and works as a complete extension of your organization. No need to do it over and over again. SRK Consulting can develop integrated automation programs, programming in most major languages, and operating systems. SRKConsulting.com. Making sure your mother is always proud. Commercials off. Now back to Domain Masters. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Uh, again, this is Monty Khan. Um, uh, we are going to uh, talk with Rick Fant uh, from the MTLD, top-level domain name LTD, um, and uh, find out what's going on with the dot, with the dot Mobi extension. Uh, Rick, you're on board? Yes, I am. Okay, great. 
Um, well, I want to first of all uh, apologize for the little delay of getting you guys on board. I know there's a little complication with the with the uh, with the uh, conference call lines, but uh, we were able to get you on. And I wanted to welcome you to the show and thank you for your time in advance. And um, uh, why don't you give us a little bit of a background on the uh, .mobi extension? Who's behind it, and uh, why um, um, this movement uh, you feel is so important? Well, thank you. First of all, thank you for inviting me this afternoon. Um, Dot Moby uh, essentially got started by Microsoft, Nokia, and Vodafone uh, taking a look at the uh, mobile market and trying to figure out how to grow the mobile Internet usage um, on PDAs, cell phones, and other mobile devices. They came to the conclusion that a .mobi or a mobile top-level domain would be a way by which consumers could very quickly identify uh, mobile services and then, of course, use them from their mobile device. Once the companies uh, decided to go forward with an uh, application to ICANN, they invited, then invited others within the uh, mobile communities, such as the GSM Association, Orange, Samsung, Sim, excuse me, Sun, Tim, etc., to join us, and uh, we went ahead and created the application to ICANN, sent it through the process, and uh, it has now been approved. So the news is that we uh, are now locked and loaded, and moving forward with creating a company that will launch the .mobi domain into the services market in the first half of 2006. Okay, well, great. Uh, and the, the reason why I thought it was important to get you guys um, uh, on the show, and, and I explained uh, in my opener, uh, in my opening, um, um, you know, show opener, that I've had the dot travel guys on, we had uh, dot jobs on, and we've talked a lot about the dot xxx movement. Um, the the difference in this extension to me is the is the power of the companies that are supporting it and behind it. And uh, there's obviously a lot of uh, there's obviously a lot of um, um, financial strength backing customer da- you know customer base behind the whole movement, and so I'm real interested, and I'm sure our audience is, on how each of the companies are going to be able to contribute um, their customer base and their technology to making this a, su- a successful uh, extension to be used on mobile devices. Can you give us a little bit of background on what uh, what the plans are and how this thing's going to be deployed and what might one experience on their cell phone or PDA? Uh, with the use of this extension? Uh, certainly, I'll try. So, DotMobi is actually a separate company that is uh, uh, sponsored as a joint venture by the companies that we just talked about. Um, so, it's independent. It is not a uh, wholly owned subsidiary or anything like that. Uh, the purpose of DotMobi is to actually operate the registry uh, with a little bit of a twist and a differentiator. And the differentiator is that we intend to... Um, instill or set up domain requirements such that those folks that launch a uh, .mobi service uh, will, in fact, have a predictable user experience um, for the consumer. And so remember, this is a consumer-first structure. So .mobi is all about identifying uh, new services or existing services that will work with mobile devices. We call that discoverability and then making sure that the end consumer gets a predictable user experience by instituting best practices that the services will uh, be required as part of their uh, registrant agreement to institute. So 
So give us an example of what kind of experience is different than a typical domain extension like a .com or, or another extension. I mean, will you be able to use this extension um, on, you know, through your website and other places besides just your cell phone, or what is the, what's the unique application that makes this uh, extension unique? Well, .mobi um, will essentially indicate to the consumer that this service has been specifically designed to work with mobile devices. The experience is this, that typically a .com site or a .org or a .info has not been programmed to understand the different form factor that a mobile device uh, could uh, bring up, like uh, different screen size or different buttons or different uh, uh, color depth on the screen and so on. So, so, if you're, if, so just correct me if I'm wrong. So if you have, um, let's say, um, um, you know, uh, your name, .mobi, it's going to be kind of configured in the background to optimize itself on a mobile device, given its um, its screen size and limitations in terms of uh, um, resolution and so on and so forth. That's correct. We will make sure that, uh, as part of the registrant agreement, that the service will in, will adhere to a set of best practices that will give the consumer a good experience. Now, it doesn't mean to say that you can't go to it from your PC browser. Of course, you're because the service will detect the type of device that you're reaching it from, um, it will then probably send you to a full-screen version as opposed to a mobile version. Okay. Okay. And so um, you'll obviously be able to go to any ICANN-accredited registrar and register this? That's correct. We will be uh, selling .mobi names through the normal and standard ICANN-accredited registrar account. And what will be the predicted retail price to the end user consumer um, for these extensions? We don't know at this time. Uh, we're working out the details. We don't expect it to be significantly different from the other uh, markets in the sponsored top-level domains. Um, we don't know what the uh, registrars will do from the standpoint of uplift, so we can't predict the end user price, but we expect it to be in the same price category. Okay, so in that category from a sponsor TLD, um, I, you know, sponsor TLDs are, uh, uh, have been, in a sense, much higher than um, a regular TLD, you know, a .com or .net, which is generally, you know, between, uh, you know, 5 and, you know, $35. Um, we're looking at something in excess of that uh, to, um, you know, to the registrars, obviously, and then the registrars would have to mark it up? Uh, no, we're not. We're looking at something in that, in that range. In, in which range? In the 5 to 35 range. Okay, so it would be not based off of a sponsor TLD price, a regular TLD price, a GTLD price. Okay, if, if you, that's fine. Okay, because, um, you know, just for example, the .x, the .xxx extension is going to be in the 75 to $100 range. So is the .travel and .jobs um, extensions because they're going to be very limited towards the people in those particular industries. Um, therefore, their their registration usage is going to be limited, and they're going to need enough funds to support their infrastructures. Uh, so their prices are going to be uh, somewhat higher. In this case, I, I just based off of the consumer, um, I guess the consumer volume that each of these big companies have, um, you're going to be able to make up the, the the price with a lot of volume in this particular well, case. Yeah, we expect we expect broad implementation of .mobi um, because of the rapidly growing. Uh, mobile internet usage, both in the North American, European, and Asian markets, but also in the developing and emerging markets, we expect a very broad implementation of .mobi sites. So, uh, 
uh, you know, from a, a size of the registry perspective, while I don't think we'll ever achieve dot-com size, we expect to be substantial. Right. And, and that's, that brings up another good point or question for you. Because there's so many international companies involved here, how will the extensions work for the different languages? Um, um, obviously, today, there's um, country code, there's country code um, extensions, um, and also um, IDN, or international domain name, um, um, character sets that help uh, someone in Japan have a Japanese uh, you know, domain name that converts you know, from English to Japanese pretty easily. How's the .mobi extension or you know registry going to be handling the international community in that regard? Well, .mobi is a worldwide domain extension, so we don't anticipate uh, country codes like you know .mobi.jp or anything like that. That's not in our plan. Uh, we do anticipate that when IDN uh, support has been agreed by ICANN in the way that it will operate, that we will immediately support that as we go forward. Okay, so that answers that part. Okay, great. And um, the 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 predicted deployment of this extension you mentioned in 2006, when in 2006? Well, at this time, because we're still setting our plans, uh, we are uh, committing to a uh, into the market in the first half of 2006. The first half of 2006. That's right. And um, um, the the different. In terms of the different companies that are involved in this, um, f- well, first of all, the registry platform, um, many of the other sponsored TLDs are going to be using a common registry platform, an EPP platform, like uh, Affilius and .biz use. Um, as a matter of fact, .xxx is going to be using the Affilius platform, um, and I believe so is um, um, the .travel domain extension. Will you be using an already existent, uh, existent EPP platform to distribute this, or are you going to have your own separate platform and interfaces back from the registrars to the registry? No, we believe that uh, the value to the registrars would be very would be to have a common interface. So we will likely use affiliates like all the other, well, not all the other, but like the other sponsored top level domains. Um, it's probably worth mentioning that the value of .mobi to registrars is all about the significant opportunity to expand their offerings with new names and hosting functions that the uh, mobile Internet is going to enable as it grows and grows around the world. Can you, can you, that's an interesting point. Can you give us an idea of where you envision that going um, from, from a, a mobile hosting you know, environment of where cell phones and PDAs are going to go with that? Right. Well, there's, there's two things that I can think of right off the top of the head. The first is that a large number of already hosted sites, whether they be .com, .org, also wish to reach mobile devices. And today, uh, most hosted sites are not uh, .mobi compatible in that they will automatically uh, align themselves and adjust themselves for mobile devices. So I think that the first opportunity for a registrar is to create an extension to the existing uh, hosting infrastructure for their existing customers that supports .mobi and, of course, uh, with the requisite uh, charges. The second is that there is a second and new class of customer who wants a Mobi-only site uh, for uh, their service or their particular uh, web uh, orientation. And the reason why is that they are very interested in reaching mobile customers, either because their market is predominantly mobile, not PC-based or whatever, but also because 
the uh, type of business that they're in. We think that the registrars uh, will be able to pick up new customers and extend their existing based on .mobi and the style guides that will create a predictable user experience for mobile users. Will will the .mobi registry or the companies that are behind the .mobi registry restrict um, other extensions from being deployable on a on a mobile phone or a mobile device, or will you be complementing those service you know the services and those extensions with .mobi? Well, .mobi is an independent company and will be operated as such uh, by the investors. I can't speak for any of the investors, but I can say that they are most interested in broad growth of the mobile internet. And I cannot imagine them restricting uh, anything to just dot mobi. I think that uh, the growth of the mobile internet will operate both in the dot mobi space and in the other domain. But clearly, the advantage is that dot mobi is discoverable by the end user by seeing a, a website address or a service address on the side of a bus. In with dot mobi is an immediate indication to the mobile user that this service is designed to work with their mobile device. Right, right. Yeah, and, and, and as you described before, there's some clear advantages here. There's going to be a, a, a conf- like a kind of a pre-configuration in, in a technical um, sense or a technical respect that if you have a .mobi extension that your, your website, your service, your application, whatever you're providing to end users or whatever you want to put across that network will be optimized for a mobile phone or, or you know, a cellular device or a PDA or so. Right. So that's a that's a real unique uh, you know real unique approach, you know just to just to go back on that how is that how do you tie in the technology side to the to the domain extension side how when you get a .dot mobi extension what's behind the scenes that's making sure that that things are going to look different or better or you know be optimized for those types of devices just because it's a .dot mobi. Well, .dot mobi is as a as a registry, as a domain name, is nothing different from what's out there today. What is different is the uh, the registrant will be required to implement .mobi best practices, and those best practices are incumbent upon the registrant to uh, read the guides, use the sample code, use the sample uh, uh, technical infrastructure to essentially implement. Now, we expect that a large number of the registrars and other hosting companies will implement these along with what they already have to support the .com, .info, et cetera, domains. But if you are a registrant who wishes to host it yourself, you will have technical manuals, uh, sample code, uh, uh, self-verification tools, et cetera, that you will be able to get from .mobi that will be able to help you quickly build your existing site or your new site to operate in the .mobi uh, best practices environment. Oh, okay, okay. So, um, so it'll come with a kind of a, like a, a building set of a, a tool set and uh, and and a guide to to be able to do that. Now, are you going to have to be a a, um, a website, uh, you know, a webmaster in order to do that, or would would the layman, you know, the general novice? Um, you know, guy that has his domain name, be easily be able to configure that. Will you need a web designer to be able to to, to enact your site on a mobile device using the .mobi extension? We hope not. We hope that developers at all levels of skill will be able to take the uh, technical guides that we are expecting to produce and just 
uh, either cut and paste the necessary code into their existing product or use commercial off-the-shelf products to uh, create .mobi compliant sites. Remember, the value of this to developers at all levels is that they uh, create a consistent user experience for the customer, and therefore the customer starts uses them, using them, and of course uh, grows their business. Will there be any additional like monthly fees tapped tapped into the the mobile defo- you know the mobile phones you know bills um, to host these particular websites? I mean, is there an additional revenue channel here for the cellular? and mobile phone companies to um, deploy this technology and, uh, and like, host a website. So, you know, in the real world, obviously, uh, if somebody wants hosting, um, you know, there's, a lot, of course, a lot of free hosting sites out there, but most people pay, you know, somewhere between 10 and $50 a month to host their website, you know, depending on how elaborate it is. Sometimes it's bigger, you know, if it's a much bigger site. But is there additional, is there additional a- um, angle here for the, for the cellular phone companies and the mobile phone companies to earn additional revenue by... You know, hey, for five dollars extra a month on your cell phone bill, you can have your website enabled. No, there isn't, Monty. Um, the majority of cell phone providers and cell phone service providers and mobile operators already have uh, mobile internet uh, services or mobile internet built into their products. We're utilizing that capability with no additional cost. Oh, okay, great. And. Um, now, what about all the other companies that didn't jump on the bandwagon on this, like Verizon and uh, AT&T and, um, you know, or, or Cellular One and um, all those? Are, will, they be in, will they be restricted if they're not part of this conglomerate? Or explain how that would work with all the phone companies that, you know, because this, this looks like a multi-international, uh, you know, movement, but there's a lot of U.S.-based companies that aren't a part of this besides Microsoft. Uh, that's true. There is a, a lot of Europeans in the uh, Marwa, actually Europeans and Asians in there today. Uh, there's no restriction on any one of the companies you name from joining. Um, there's just a timing issue of when they chose to uh, participate. Um, we do, in fact, have open uh, investor slots uh, for mobile industry companies to join and would welcome um, those companies to join us. I would point out that um, this is a worldwide initiative. We intend to launch and operate worldwide. Um, and the whole premise of this thing is to grow the mobile Internet and to make it accessible and predictable and discoverable for the end user. And that's why we've come together. And will there be a fee for those other companies to jump on board, or is it... Um... Well, if, if they choose to invest, they certainly would participate in uh, in the capitalization of the company. Um, so however, they would have a choice of joining but not investing and not reaping the rewards of the revenue generated by the .mobi extension, but they would still be in, uh, provided the ability to enable the .mobi extension on their networks. That's correct. We invite um, most of, excuse me, we invite all participants of the mobile uh, Internet community to join us. Um, we have created something called a membership advisory group, um, which will allow those folks that are interested, both in the end user community and in the mobile uh, internet community, to get involved up front to view the policy changes that we are going to be suggesting for .mobi as we move forward, and to give us feedback on what those changes would mean to their business, and more importantly how best to make this a better consumer experience. So look for information on our website at www.mtldinfo.com 
look for information on our website about how to get involved early in the policy formation of this uh, domain. I would mention that we are using a .com address today. Uh, we're not in the route yet, but the moment we're in the route, uh, mtld.mobi will be live. Right, right. Now, tell us a little bit about... Um about protecting trademarks and uh, that whole process. Obviously, each of the new extensions have gone through different types of um, procedures um, in order to protect trademark rights of existing .com holders or people that actually have filed either worldwide or, or um, you know, United States patents and trademarks. How will that process work with the .mobi extension, and uh, how, can, how can one be sure that their brand is going to be protected um, uh, during that registration process? Will there be a pre-registration process for that? There will be. In fact, we intend to operate a sunrise period. We don't have the schedule set out yet, but we intend to operate a sunrise period where trademark owners can come in ahead of the land rush, register their domain. We will validate that it is, in fact, they are, in fact, the trademark owner, and then that domain will be assigned to them uh, prior to land rush. Once land rush has occurred, of course, we will, we will follow the ICANN UDRP process as defined. Okay, and um, okay, so there's a land rush period uh, to protect brands, and then it'll be um, then it'll be open to the rest of the world, I guess. Well, it's a sunrise period to protect brands, and then the land rush will open to the world. Right, right. And um, um, regarding Microsoft's participation, are you are you, um, are you with Microsoft? I, I know you're in Seattle, but are you uh, the representative with Microsoft? Um, I'm an MTLD board member, but I'm also the, the uh, representative from Microsoft on that board. And describe Microsoft's de- uh, general role in this, because they seem to be the only non-mobile company that's involved. Well, I, mean, I could be wrong. Just looking at the list of uh, um, looking at the list of uh, of the other companies that are on the board here, but it seems that Microsoft is the only company that's a non-mobile player, probably because of the applications that they have uh, on mobile devices, but. It, you know, is is there another Microsoft-like company or another non-mobile company part of this movement? And you know, what role does Microsoft play in this, short and long term? And what about the other companies that are non-mobile uh, in nature? Well, I mean, Microsoft considers itself a mobile player in that we have MSN Mobile as a service, and we ship uh, a mobile operating system called a Windows Mobile, and a variety of other Microsoft products support uh, mobile devices broadly. So. We think we're a mobile player. Our anticipation is that we will uh, create a better customer experience and therefore grow the market. As for other companies that are involved, as I said, this was very much a broad coalition designed to uh, balance the interests of the uh, mobile industry uh, across the coalition such that no particular uh, industry interest uh, gained any particular uh, competitive advantage over the others, and that's why you ended up with uh, handset manufacturers on one side, mobile operators in the middle, and content providers like MSN and Microsoft, and operating system providers like Microsoft on the other spectrum. As I mentioned earlier, Monty, uh, we fully anticipate that others will join us either directly as investors or through the membership advisory group to give us uh, uh, give us advice on what the policies of the domain should be. 
So, so there'd be, um, there would be there won't be any you know going back to the the restrictive nature of uh, some of the companies and you know I see that there's competitive mobile companies so Microsoft would be certainly open or this movement would be be open to other competitive operating systems that operate on PDAs and mobile devices I guess. Absolutely, I'm Join. sure you recognize that Nokia is involved as well. So uh, at least at the very highest level, there are multiple levels of uh, competitive operating systems. Right. Hey, uh, wanted to ask you uh, um, when the movement were you were you part of the uh, the movement and the initiative from the very start? Um? Yeah, pretty close. I was. Uh, we've been involved in this. Uh, Microsoft and and Vodafone and Nokia have been involved in this for the last eighteen months. Uh, you mentioned earlier that this was a fast approval process. Uh, we don't see that I can approve this very quickly, but perhaps. Uh, uh, in the ICANN world, this was a fact. Yeah, I was speaking in ICANN terms. <laughs> it was <Yeah>. pretty quick. <laughs> okay, well, we'll you, you, you guys were at it since, um, well, you guys uh, became founded in March of 2004, correct? That's correct. That's when we put the application in. And then, of course, since March of 2004, we went through the ICANN and very public, very transparent uh, investigation process. Uh, in December of 2004, the ICANN staff recommended approval, and the board agreed with them, and we then went into commercial negotiations, which uh, culminated about uh, a month ago, and we uh, launched and told the world about Dalmobi at the Luxembourg ICANN, ICANN uh, event last month, or last, excuse me, last week. So why the extension .mobi versus .cell or... Uh, you know, another shorter, more descriptive, um, you know, extension name. Um, a lot of people are commenting, you know, about the, you know, why dot Moby. You know, I know it's short for mobile, but wh- wh- what was the what was the consideration versus dot cell or something that was more cell phone related or mobile device related? All right. Well, we tested the names and a lot of the names you just mentioned. We tested those names worldwide, and dot Moby came back as the most instantly recognizable to the broadest community that this was a mobile-enabled site. Yeah, I guess across Europe, Mobi is used uh, a little bit more than it is here. That's probably, that's probably one of the reasons, I guess. What, what were some of the other extensions that were being considered? Oh, there were a number of them, Monty. Um, you know, all of them were, uh, were, shall we say, rejected after evaluation and after uh, we went through a, a test process where we found what the end user would instantly recognize. C- can you throw a couple at us just so... Uh... I'm just interested on what else besides dot cell was considered. Uh, dot mob was one of them that we considered, but that had uh, obvious uh, <laughs> that had some uh, unique uh, applications. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you know, you you get the idea. Right, right. Um, well, what else can you tell us uh, that we haven't already covered during the uh, during the interview uh, uh, so far uh, regarding the extension and um, and its um, and its long term use? Right. Well, let me tell you a little bit about what we're going to be doing next. Um, so we are very committed uh, to creating a registry service that, that is best for the end user. And with that in mind, what we are going to be doing over the next six months is essentially putting together the company, uh, working with affiliates and the registrars to make sure that the names can be quickly and conveniently sold into the market. We will be uh, completing the style guides or best practices to make sure that the customer, the end user, has a predictable user experience. We will be working with uh, the ISDs in this space to make sure that their uh, sites are up and operational by the time .mobi launches in the first half of 2006. 
Um, as I mentioned earlier, we're going to start with a with a 90-day or so sunrise period for trademark owners, um, and we expect that you will be able to reach, uh, excuse me, see the uh, event schedule and the announcements uh, as soon as we have them ready, um, you know, later this year. Great, and and I'm I'm also I also run an ICANN accredited domain registrar uh, moniker dot com. From a registrar point of view, um, will there be um, any extra of uh, you know uh, when you fill out your form in terms of um, understanding uh, the extension, you know, for dot jobs or dot travel, there'll be some extra form uh, areas that one would have to fill out to verify, in fact, they're from that industry in order to have the right to register that domain name. Knowing that this domain name is going to be open to the general public, will there also be a special uh, form or an extra step to complete during the registration process in terms of getting the other um, part of your application enabled, which is getting a website onto a mobile device? And I mean, will the registrar be the one distributing those tool sets um, or linking to those tool sets from the registrar, you know, registrar applications? Audio, the details aren't worked out yet, but I do envision that a registrar would have to make the purchaser of the domain very aware that this new domain, .mobi, has specific requirements and, of course, to link them um, to the .mobi site where they can download the tool sets and the style guides and the best practices and so on. Okay. Yeah, because uh, you know, I'm just um, I'm just thinking forward a little bit about how that uh, how that all will work and how we, you know, help enable those on behalf of our customers so that um, you know when you do register one of those extensions, you make them aware, you provide them with the tool set so they're most successful, so they have a good user experience, um, you know, so that they you know want to come back and register additional names, you know, for whatever reason. Right, and we agree with you. We understand that requirement, and we'll work with the registrars like yourself to make sure that. The consumer, excuse me, the registrant knows that there are specific requirements, but not to make them too onerous. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, great. Um, anything else that we didn't cover? I think you covered it all. I think that uh, in closing, um, you know, I just want to repeat that Dot uh, Mobi is all about taking uh, the mo- excuse me, the internet experience to the mobile user in a way that they can find it, otherwise known as discoverability, and that it works every time on their mobile device or a predictable experience. We think that with the combination of .mobi, with the combination of the best practices, with the support of registrars, with the enthusiastic uh, response that we've received from content providers, ISVs, and ASDs, that we have a product that will dramatically grow the usage of the Internet uh, not just broadly around the world, but specifically on mobile Internet devices. I'm very pleased to say that I think that most of the emerging markets will see a significant capability by Mobi in that uh, the many of the emerging markets have a situation where a consumer's first Internet experience, their first email, their first web browsing could, in fact, happen on a mobile device, and .mobi will ensure that it is predictable, that it works, and that they come back for more. Hey, um, a, a good question just came up on the chat room that's uh, pretty interesting, because as you know, in the, in the online world, in terms of PC-based um, hosting sites, 
you know, the big, what part of my big listening audience are, are you know, SEOs, uh, search engine optimizers and webmasters. Um, what's going to make a .mobi site searchable on the .mobi platform, and how would one optimize um, those websites from a search engine point of view? I mean, are we, are we creating a whole new industry here in terms of getting .mobi sites listed in Google and high page ranks and Alexa ratings? I mean, will those all be part of that whole initiative on helping one um, become more visible on the web? Well, I think that the search engines generally um, will be able to find .mobi sites much more quickly simply by the domain extension. There will also be, as part of the style guides, uh, tagging of content so that search engines can very quickly find mobile-enabled or mobile-formatted content, and the search engines are expected to build indexes that work specifically on your mobile device. Um, I know that MSN, Google, and others have very much been uh, interested in how .mobi is going to tag the content so that their crawlers can find it, index it better, and make it available to their consumers more quickly. It sounds like MSN and Microsoft might have the leg up on uh, Google on this one since Google's not part of the initiative yet. Uh, I don't think that's true. I think that uh, <laughs> this is a very transparent process and that uh, everybody will be able to uh, get to the same content at the same time. Right. Well, I mean, obviously the goal is, is to get everybody visible no matter what platform and who's behind it. Uh, I was just saying, you know, um, that was a some pretty good insight, I guess, on Microsoft's part to get involved in that and seeing a little bit about the future that we are going a lot more mobile. We're going to be doing stuff that's, uh, you know, um, at in our palm or at the tip of our finger versus uh, carrying around large devices and peripherals and being locked down to a desk. And so, um, you know, if you think about the future a little bit and, and, and play it forward a little bit, uh, Microsoft and its use of, uh, of its products and services, along with some of the other companies involved, will have a, a little bit of an advantage there. Well, we think, as I said earlier, Monty, that the growth of the mobile Internet uh, services not only the consumer, who is our number one uh, person that we want to make sure they have a good experience, but also services the uh, industry broadly. Um, you know, like I said, the mobile Internet is not being broadly used uh, around the world, with the possible exception of Japan and Korea, and we want to see it grow. Right. Right. Well, that's great. Well, Rick, I really appreciate your time uh, tonight. That was a real education on uh, on .mobi, its movement, how where it came from, the companies that are behind it, and uh, the future of it. Again, I do think it's a it's a unique proposition as a registrar, um, and if I'm a registrant listening, um, and also a, a you know a web a website developer and a, and an SEO, it seems like there's a a whole new um, a whole new avenue that could uh, help feed uh, feed my family <laughs> in the future based off of this new platform. So it sounds like it's pretty interesting. Good. Glad you like it. All right. Well, thank you for your time. Um, we'll, uh, we're going to take a little commercial break, folks, and uh, just come back and wrap up the show and uh, go over some of the domain sales for the past week uh, from the Domain Name Journal. Uh, hang on with me for a minute. Well, they got pretty good food here, huh? Uh-huh. Listen, I just got a new check from a program I joined. Oh, yeah? What effective CPM are they paying you? Pass the salt. Not sure. They just send me a check, not a detailed breakout. Are you joking? No. There's lots of ways to make money, but you need to be the master of your own destiny. With ValueClick Media, I instantly adopted a national sales force that delivers recognizable ads with high CPM payouts. Mm. Plus, their new interface lets me control the ads I want to run and mm. tells me how much I earn from each advertiser. Wow. Doesn't that sound better? Pass the pepper. Wow. Thanks for the tip. I'm going to give value. ValueClick Media, try. Join the ad network publishers trust most. Apply today at ValueClickMedia.com. 
Do you sell a product or service with monster potential in the online market? Then attack the opportunity to turn your dreams into reality. Equipped with flexible e-commerce software from MonsterCommerce.com, you'll possess complete control of your store, including your storefront's design, maintenance of your products, and management of your online orders. And all with the technical support and service. Available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Grow your business today with MonsterCommerce.com. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearch Media.com today. Commercials off. Now back to Domain Masters. Hello, folks. Welcome back to the show. Well, that was pretty interesting. Um, uh, I definitely got a lot more insight on this extension um, and thinking both of us as, as a registrar and as an end user. Um, even though, as I just posted on the board, I'm, I'm not a. I don't. I don't think the .dot mobi extension sounds like an attractive name, but um, the power of the companies behind this extension are pretty. Uh, it's pretty unique. I mean, you got Vodafone and um, Tim and Telefonia and Nokia and Ericsson and Microsoft and GSM, uh, Samsung, um, all behind this thing. Um, you're talking about millions of active users um, on those devices. I mean, you have the cell phone makers, the mobile um, devices, the the cellular networks, um, and of course the um, applications. You know, like Microsoft, uh, all behind the project. Um, it could be something uh, very big, and I think it will be. And, um, um, you know, with that kind of power behind it, uh, uh, I think a lot of people will be registering these domain names. And, uh, like I said before, it could open the door for a lot of opportunities for those of you out there that are in the Internet business, uh, building websites, uh, doing SEO for folks, uh, because uh, these are going to use different applications to um, be searchable in search engines and uh, um be more visible. They'll probably have different types of shopping cart applications and uh, all kinds of stuff. So it's, a good, it's good news that the industry is growing in different ways, and uh, we'll be able to, you know, to to move in different uh, directions to help supply and support um, our customer base, um, and you guys will as well. So anyway, um, uh, just wanted to uh, before I wrap up the show, I wanted to um, just visit uh, dnjournal.com and just update everybody on uh, some of the recent sales in case you haven't been there. Our uh, good friend, customer, and uh, uh, internet guru, Rick Schwartz, uh, uh, webfather, uh, sold a big domain name uh, this past week. And he rarely sells domain names, but he sold a domain name um, for uh, $110,000 that he bought for $35 uh, called Partner Cash. Um, and uh, I'm not sure um, um, what the, the buyers are going to do with it yet, but uh, Partner Cash sold for $110,000 to lead the, the top domain name sales for the week. Dreams.co.uk uh, sold for forty-three thousand um, dollars, twenty-five thousand uh, uh, dollar, twenty-five thousand dollar, twenty-five thousand pounds, but uh, forty-three thousand uh, dollars. Malls.in, so we have a uh, an IN Indian extension selling for twenty-four thousand uh, dollars. That's pretty remarkable since the IN extension is pretty darn new and uh, hasn't been that popular. But uh, I'm sorry, it's mail. Mails.in, M-A-I-L-S.in, sold for $24,000. Uh, pathology.com sold for $22,000. Uh, 
uh, best.info. So you have a big info name there, sold for $20,880. Predators.com sold for $18,900. Blinddates.de, so a German extension, sold for $18,350. Illusions.com, which was sold right here at Moniker and our uh, through our escrow service, sold for $18,300. PittsburghPA.com sold for $16,750. Synergy.net sold for $16,255. So there's the, the, top, uh, the top 10 for the, for the past week. And uh, I thought it was pretty interesting to see a, a couple different extensions up there in the top 10, um, especially the .co.uk, a .in, a .info, a .de, um, and a .net. Um, you know, all in the top ten this week. So instead of all dot com, so it's pretty unique. Um, I'm sure uh, we'll have Ron Jackson on in a couple weeks, and we'll be able to uh, talk to him more about that. And I think we're starting to see a lot of that uh, coming down the line. We also had uh, two large six figure sales this uh, this past week, which we which uh, we have to keep confidential. But I can tell you, the market's strong, and everybody is uh, really seeing the value of their domain names, and um, um, it's. Uh, it's definitely uh, uh, falling through both to the sellers and to the buyers, the value in the, in the domain marketplace. So with that said, um, I'm going to wrap up the show. Next week I have a very interesting guest on, um, uh, Jameis McNibbitts, who is uh, considered the prime minister of Silicon Valley. Uh, he owns a, domain, uh, a restaurant uh, in Silicon Valley in Woodside, California, called uh, Buck's. And uh, Bucks happens to be the place where many of the Internet companies were first invented and thought of on napkins. And basically, uh, it happened in his restaurant. And he's got a lot of interesting stories about uh, how some of the concepts of the Internet today, some of the big companies today, were just concepts on napkins and in meetings at his restaurant in uh, Silicon Valley. And uh, it's pretty. Uh, it's a pretty cool. Uh, it's going to be a pretty cool interview. He's a unique guy, very colorful, and I uh, thought it would be interesting to have him on board. So with that said, uh, have a great week. Come back next week on Domain Masters. Uh, Remember, the archives are at uh, moniker.com and also at webmasterradio.fm. There's some also great shows on on uh, webmasterradio.fm to listen to that you should be listening to on a regular basis. Make sure you listen to all the shows. And um, the archives are available. And uh, I think we're up to our fourth or fifth show being transcribed, so we have it in text form now. It's a a long process to get them all transcribed, but we have them available on moniker.com as well. Uh, Have a great week, and I'll see you next week, same time, same place, on Domain Masters.